0: Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast, a podcast that gives you the edge. Each episode, we will be discussing strategies, tools, and techniques to support and empower all women. We'll break down the best ways to secure your deserved seat at leadership tables like serving on boards, being in the C-suite, or running for elected office. I'm Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. I'm Al Smith with Teresa Rand, founder and CEO of Boss Lady. Teresa, I guess who we got back in the house I with us? I know. Bobby's Mr. Bobby's back. back Bobby is house. back.
0: We're glad to have him back. Yeah. Looking nice chipper. And,
1: well and Yep. Looking chipper so, as well. And excited we to see you Yeah, we, we missed it. you. A lot. Yes, my, uh, <laughs> we, we, we stretched my <laughs> technical skills to the, to the, to the you know. They're very quarter of an inch five. Let's just say we had a
0: take two last week yeah, we, because we were forgot yeah. to record takes like, one.
1: Just remember, folks, anytime <laughs> you want to do something, it's important to hit play. Yeah. i record. It's just whatever. those little
0: things. Those little things.
1: Like every that. now and then.
0: But it was good. We had yeah, fun. It worked out. And we have our own new rap song now, hip hop song. That's right. From our last guest, Mahogany yes. Jones. Great. If you haven't oh, listened to that. What a positive energy. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. hip-hop spirituality women's issues she's just amazing but i laugh every time i hear that song right off top of her head
1: you know i was thinking about that because if you listen to it she was in new york city fell in love ended up in daytona mm-hmm. beach and i was thinking wow that's a big change but then the more i thought about it, it's like wow she got out of there just in just time." just in time <laughs> because yep. there's, it's hard to there's one one time in at least my lifetime where there was more work for people in daytona than yeah. there was in new york city yeah that and she a said
0: you know she's a person of faith then she said good lord knew where she needed to be yeah or where she didn't need to be so yeah.
1: yeah so speaking of speaking of work and um looking at your life we've got i know a special thing we're going to put together on resumes
0: we are <laughs> al and Workshop. i are going to do a master class just one hour that's all it'll take for us to teach you yes. everything we know yeah well it's <laughs> one hour it's five
1: minutes yours 50 and we leave
0: time for q a <laughs> yeah but we are going to talk about resume building yes. and give some good quick tips about building resumes because i'm a firm believer you've heard me say before that you need to always keep your resume ready to go yeah but you never know when you'll need it
1: well and, and all kidding aside i mean we, you we've both been on both sides of that deal of, of of looking at res- yep. putting together a resume and then looking at resumes, right. and I know especially in your job with uh, in the nonprofit yeah. world, you really did a lot of that. Yeah,
0: and, looked and, at a lot of resumes and uh, threw many away, right? For just kind of silly mistakes that you know, it's just your first impression. So yeah, you know, there's that, and learned how to, and even now it's so different. Out you know this because it's not even humans looking at them the first go round; it's the bots. Right. So you got to have those keywords, know what those are. And it, during COVID, you know, we talked about one of the things in my business that has kind of happened is this whole process of helping people with their resumes. So I decided, because now you can go online and find a template, but. You gotta have know what to put in it and what order to put in it and
1: those you know. templates are fraught with
0: they are not easy
1: to work with. <laughs> uh, I tried yes. that a couple of years back. They and are was, not uh, easy
0: to work with.
1: Yeah, that was very difficult. Yeah. So. And I think it's so important that we uh even if you're not let's say you're not looking for a job today, you don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring, you know. Absolutely. And, and, and getting clarity on your life and where you're at right now. Right. And I think there's a lot of that going on with, with the COVID world mm-hmm. we live in and People have a little more time on their hands to reflect right. on where they're at, right. where they want to be.
0: And I know we talked about it. it. You know, My first CEO made us do our resume every year and like turn it idea. into him as part of the evaluation. And when I got ready to leave for the next job, it was great because you forget you're yeah. comp- I mean, you really do. And when you've got them all in a row, you can go, oh, well, for this job, this one is more appropriate. For this job, this one's more appropriate, which then leads to another conversation. One resume does not fit all job postings. And people think it does. you got to have a different resume for different jobs. Yeah. But especially a few with tricks the, of the trade. So, yeah. Tricks of the,
1: of, yeah. So, it'll
0: be fun. A- it'll be conversational. And uh, it's free. It's going to be live on a Zoom call. So, um, you can go on TeresaRanConsulting.com and find out how to register. And I'll send you the Zoom link. And those of you that have been listening and have not seen our faces, we'll get to see our faces. Well, you've seen my headshot, but so yeah. don't be surprised when you see the real me uh-huh. <laughs> headshots are always much better oh God, but uh, yeah, anyway there's that yeah so that'll be fun coming up December 8th
1: that's fun yes yeah. so we'll talk about that again but we look for, please please join us yeah. we'd love to have you Absolutely. Part of it. even if you're just kind of maybe thinking sort of kind of yeah you should do it yeah it's an hour yeah and then something to have so it's kind of good to see have that in your back pocket at all yep. times always you know.
0: always good deal
1: nothing has taught us more this last year yeah
0: (laughs) right you never know is
1: that You never know
0: so yeah be a lot of fun
1: yeah look forward to that so um strength finders i know we you had (laughs) done your uh
0: yeah we talked about i think if you've listened before you know that i'm a uh, executive level coach for um strength finders
1: and And I'm not, I don't even, I just, I'm only just now learning about
0: it. And it's actually called Gallup Strengths now. It used to be called Strength Finders, and I still tend to say that. But really just, you do an assessment, and it develops what your top five strengths are. And the premise behind it is that if you spend your time honing those things you're already good at, the way you naturally act, think, feel, and behave, you're going to be more successful personally and professionally than you're if you're constantly trying to fix the things you're not good at. You have to manage your weaknesses, but let's just focus on what we're good at. And speaking of resumes, it really helps people identify the type of job setting they um, would most succeed in. So last week, we talked about ours, and neither one of us could remember what they were. So we pulled them up again today, and they're individualization, learner, positivity, which you can probably pick that up with Al pretty quickly, futuristic and strategic. And for those of us that know Al, he's definitely a strategic thinker, thinks about the future, the what-ifs. But my favorite one to talk with you about was your individualization because you have a tendency to know that there is good in every single person and you will work very hard to pull that out of them. And I know as your friend, I appreciate that in you. And I'm sure others do too. But that's just what you like
1: to do. Yeah, when you hear that word, you think, Well, what is it? does that mean? I'm right. Only just thinking think of about myself. yourself.
0: <laughs> no, nope. right. The opposite. Right. The yeah. opposite. Yeah. So, and, yeah.
1: And to be clear, nothing in there said anything about technical abilities.
0: No. Nope. Nope.
1: On the other side, of that our, point is
0: mine or <laughs> achiever, responsibility, discipline. I said I sound like a really fun person. <laughs> But that's why we make a good team. That's right. You know, if we were both alike, it would not be good. Not be good.
1: And I'm I'm the last guy you call if you need something fixed. Mm. uh, Not my whole world will tell you that. But but anyway, so yeah, I think we tie those things together when we talk about resumes.
0: Absolutely. When I do someone's resume work for them as a client, I always insist we do an assessment to kind of figure out
1: what we put on paper. So if somebody wanted to learn more about that. Uh, Yeah,
0: same thing. All of this stuff is on my website. Um, I do strengths. I do disc assessments as well for organizations and individuals. Um, So lots of different ways to do that. And all of that is on TeresaRanConsulting.com as far and also how to find out about Boss Lady Community Listen to old podcasts. Basically, everything except everything, my yeah. firstborn child is on Teresa dot com. It's all there. So find out all you need to know.
1: And, and so, what's the uh, so the boss lady in your meetings? Uh, any changes with the with the holidays? Any anything? We different? are
0: actually taking a couple weeks off from our Thursday okay. night calls, just because one Thursday's Thanksgiving, right. and then the next Thursday I happen to be out of town with my mother doing a family trip, small family trip. So we're just going to take a two week break, and then we'll kick. Back off. Uh, I believe our next call will be December tenth. So we put out a newsletter to that. If you're on Facebook and you look up Boss Lady Community, you can see all the upcoming. And then um, we'll be kicking off January yeah. before we know it. Yeah, exactly. It's almost here.
1: Hey, Thank well, goodness, can only uh, <laughs> uh, stop ending in a zero. So yeah, like, twenty twenty right? one
0: two. is coming. Going to be a great <laughs> I promise. Year. I promise. <laughs> it's going to be a great year. Uh, I promise we hope. Better. about promise that? I promise we hope. I yeah. promise we hope. So, yeah.
1: Well, cool. Well, it's, uh, we got an exciting new part of the show mm-hmm. we're going to introduce here in just we a minute. We do. But why don't we take a little quick break first, and All then right. we'll be right, be
0: right back. Whether you are an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a stay-at-home mom, you are a boss lady. Check out Teresa Rand Consulting.com and find out how you can join our unique group of women. Together, we are cultivating growth by embracing, empowering, and educating each other. Check us out today.
1: All right, welcome back. Hal Smith here with you, Teresa Rand. Um, so let's introduce our... Not New guest because she's been with us before, but a right. new and actually a new segment to yep. our podcast. But we're going to use
0: our random thought first. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, thoughts. that's the first time oh, you've ever forgot. I'm usually
1: the one that remembers that. I was
0: waiting. I was waiting because oh. I always forget. I forget the random thought and then I forget the ending that's why sometime. We're a good team and because and I, these two. Yeah. I don't usually so, forget that. And okay. I forgot my notes today. So I'm really like just kind of out of kilter here because
1: because, and i said before I like we started the notes. show i've i've successfully pulled you down to my yes. organizational level
0: <laughs> i printed my oh. notes first of all left them on the printer but i sent them to our guest and al and bobby this morning so i thought oh no problem i'll yeah. just pull them up on my no phone problem. so then i went to my phone to pull up the sent email and i sent them a blank email yeah. so we have no show notes we are just winging it that's the but way i like it so that's good. all right i do remember the random thought okay, though. and, the random and it is count your blessings
1: count your blessings
0: and if there's any southern Baptists out there there is a hymnal a hymn count your many blessings count them one by one we used to sing that in sunday school yeah. probably wasn't that tune because i don't sing but right yeah, uh, yeah. at thanksgiving one of the things we do at our family table on thanksgiving is go around and my kids used to roll their eyes, and now my oldest daughter is like, it's become a tradition yeah. that she doesn't let anybody forget. Mm-hmm. Where we just go around and say one thing we're thankful for. Right. And we've been doing that for years. And I know some other families do that too. But in spite of 2020, we still yes. have many things to be many. blessed. Including starting this podcast. Including. Absolutely. <laughs> finally got it started. This mode. is like show 17, yeah, you guys. Yeah, we're going to roll. Yeah. So. It's growing. Yeah. Downloads are growing. Guests, we've had some amazing guests, and we have a repeat guest this time. So I'll go ahead and introduce her. I forget what number uh, episode she was on, but we have Cast- Pastor Katie Steinberg here again. And it's a great story. She was here and talked a lot about what she does, how she became a pastor, all of those things. So if you haven't heard the podcast she was on, go back and find that. Because it's really a good listen. But Katie and I were chatting, and she had called Bobby and was talking about doing her own podcast. So she called me to pick my brain, and we decided that we would just join forces in a little way uh, before she jumped in with both feet. So once a month, Katie will be joining us with a spiritual podcast, probably the last Thursday of every month, but we'll we'll keep you posted as to when that will come um, so we're going to talk to Katie today about why she wanted to do a podcast and what her expectations are and all of those things, but at least once a month for the, we've committed for the next 10 months. So wow. we're going to be here a long yeah. time, talk about futuristic, um, that Katie's going to be joining us with something that I think we all can use. So Katie, I am excited to be working with you.
2: I'm excited too, yeah. and I just love the way it kind of came together like this, that this conversation we started having about, you know, your goals with Boss Lady Podcast, and this idea that we are made up of more than our, you know, just our mental processing, you know, cerebral intellectual pieces. We're more than just our physical bodies. We're also the spiritual part, this deep essence, connective, make all the pieces work together kind of part of ourselves. Um, And that's the piece that I'm most... Drawn to and why I felt called towards the podcasting idea is because there's this other piece of ourselves that we need to nourish. And as you and I got into that conversation, it was kind of like, This is part of what it means to be a boss lady, too. Like, we did, Uh, we talked about that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I think women in particular are uniquely positioned. Um, you know, we are the beings that create other beings inside our bodies, like, we are. The ones who know what it's like to slowly nurture something into existence, yeah. and I think we have a unique ability to both build a business and build a human. Yeah, and uh, and that takes all the parts of ourselves
0: working together. That sounds very powerful. Yeah. It? yeah, build a building, build a business, and build a human. I like that. There you go. I, I like think that. your podcast does that. Yeah. and I'm excited to be a part right. of it. And when we were talking on the phone, not knowing this is where we were going to end up, just tossing out ideas. One of the things that that i remember saying to you is you know when i started the but the boss lady podcast it's about empowering women embracing women educating women and i you know having a spiritual component a religious component was never part of my plan but at the same time i've had many people of faith already on the show i'm a person of faith but i said to you i want to be very conscious that not everybody is However, the thing that that I believe everybody does have is this makeup of themselves as being spirit, mind, and body. Mm-hmm. And having worked for the YMCA for 30 years, of course, spirit, mind, and body was part of, of what the YMCA stands for uh, and always has. So that begged the question that I wanted us to talk about on this first episode with you is the difference between spirituality and religion. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah,
2: I think um, religion is the structures that we build Mm -hmm. to, you know, what I I think it's supposed to be, it's intended to be kind of this framework that will help us, you know, look through that framework and see who God is and connect. Sometimes the framework gets so complicated that it can get in the way.
0: Yeah.
2: Um I I believe that that's possible. It's not always, it's not inevitable. Right. Um but it is possible. And spirituality instead uh is a more inward look that looks at that connective piece that um divine image might be some of the language that uh that Christians might be familiar with. Um our essence, soul. Right. It's it's that piece of all of us that uh is more than us, is right. more than how we act in the world and what we can see of each other. Right. Um, so when we think about spirituality, that can—the tricky thing about it is that it's, it's like um, picking up a handful of sand, mm. and the tighter you squeeze it, the more of it that comes out through your ah, fingers, yeah. you know? And so to talk about it and try to encase it, I mean, well, that's what religion has tried to do, right? Yeah. But we— uh, we have to be vague. We have to talk in these metaphors. I mean, Jesus was always using these uh, metaphors, yeah, right? Yeah, these ideas, absolutely. these stories to try to capture this because it's not a thing you can fully wrap up in words. It's it's a feeling. It's a right. connection. It's a,
0: see, there aren't enough words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes, just, just for a moment, we'll back up and talk about your church, and I'm using air quotes because Missing piece, Peace, P-E-A-C-E. Mm-hmm is the, um, I call yours a movement more than I do a church, actually, and and that may be wrong, but that's how I I see it, it, (laughs) is that you are a movement, and primarily because you don't really have a building. Mm -mm. You don't really, you don't have a building. Mm -mm. So talk about how you do your church. Yeah, so
2: the idea of missing peace, it's kind of like this mind, body, spirit idea Mm -hmm. that you've been talking about, which is also captured in scripture. Um, There's a 27 different places in Scripture, there's some version of the calling to love God with heart, mind, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So if that's one of the biggest calls to us through these ancient holy writings, both um, Jewish and Christian writings, then let's let's try living into that yeah. in really visceral, dynamic ways. So we sort of decided that that with our strength, that's our physical self. And with our mind, well, that's our intellectual, cerebral self. With our heart and soul, well, well, that's our spiritual self. And then love our neighbors, that's service. So each week of the month when we would gather, a challenge right now, obviously, but um, we would emphasize one of those things. So on a physical Sunday, we might be playing kickball together or surfing and looking at the ways that we experience the divine through that. And then I would put together um, a sermon, a talk that connected what is this strange feeling of connectivity with human and God that we get in this unexpected place. Mm. Um, and so on a spiritual Sunday, we might be walking a labyrinth. We might be coloring right. or finding different ways to pray on a, a um, cerebral week. We would often be talking about difficult topics or thinking about how do we understand what scriptures and interpret that. Like how do we grasp these concepts with our very intellectual cerebral selves, right. wrap it up in words think it through maybe social justice issues various things like mm-hmm. that and on a service week we might meet at a homeless shelter or we might um, one of my favorites that we do in Daytona Beach is we'll go and tie scarves around the trees with a little note when it gets cool out yeah. that says i'm not lost if you need warmth take me oh. yeah.
0: um
2: and and we just love to do that and what's interesting about it is you know you say like you say we don't have a building right um, but in being this nomadic community it's like all these places are becoming spiritual ground. You know, it's instead of one place, it's all of these places have become our church. Our whole community is becoming our church.
0: Yeah. And I've heard you say you often be at a place and somebody just happens to come by and join. Yeah. That happens a lot. Or just curiosity. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're like, what, who are you? What are
0: you doing? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) And we always have a little banner up and we always have, um, we have this little chalkboard that has our mission statement and things written out on it. So people, you know,
0: So, are you doing any live services now or is everything online? We are, everything
2: is put online. Um, We're doing a sunrise at Neptune Approach and it's very small, um, but come watch the sunrise together and spread out and that kind of thing at the beach Sunday mornings. And the time varies because the sunrise varies. So, um, that is, you know, you're welcome to come kind of thing, but really, we're putting
0: everything online. So, if somebody listening is not from here, Mm -hmm. as many of our listeners are not, where would they find you online? You can go to Mm
2: missingpeacecommunity.com. And again, that's P E A C E. Right. Or you can find us on Facebook,
0: uh, Missing Peace. Yeah, Yeah. that's I I see you pop up on Facebook sometimes. Oh, good. Oh, it works. It does work. (laughs) I know. You never know, right? You do Facebook Lives. It's like, am I just (laughs) talking to myself? You know? (laughs) So, you never know. But anyway. So tell us what, I mean, obviously your today is more conversational, mm-hmm. but and and if you're listening, this could change like by the next time we get together. Mm-hmm. But the thought is that um, Al and I will certainly be here with Katie when she records, but we really want it to be her time. And we may have a topic, we may have conversation, or she may just talk to us for eight or ten minutes. So you'll have to listen in to see what happens, mm-hmm. because we are just going with the flow here and uh, we did give birth kind of I call organically to this Mm -hmm. because literally it was just a week ago we talked about doing it and um, we'll see where it takes us here we are yeah so what do you got for us today
2: well when we first talked and talked about this first recording um you know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh well this this will air on Thanksgiving. This will yeah. air on
0: Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's right. When they're listening, it will be Thanksgiving Day.
2: Yeah, and this Thanksgiving, I think, is going to be very unique for people. Mm-hmm. And um and so it's really got me thinking about how we be grateful in this strange time, and even what our like what the universe, God, scripture, I mean, all of these connective pieces kind of start teach us about um, our adaptability, Mm -hmm. about who we are, about um, gratitude in the face of that. Uh, And it's almost always this strange inversion, like it's this strange flip of what we think we need and how we think things are supposed to be and what shifts, happens, and actually is the thing that grows us and teaches us. Mm. You know, it's so very rarely that we make these detailed, organized plans, and everything goes according to plan, and everyone lives happily ever after.
0: I mean, I, this is what I want to happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's what we all, yeah. Just describe my ideal life. Yes. Al's going, why would you want that? Well, no,
1: yeah, I, well, I've, yes, I've given in to it.
0: Come said. on. The
1: reality. Is
0: just, yeah.
2: You
1: know, I need a vision, plan. And then there's the reality of the vision.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. And you
1: it, have to have a plan. But, it, it helps, and realizing the plan's you know mm-hmm. not going to go that way.
2: And ultimately. can we can we hold it loosely and can we be flexible? And I think that you know humans we're we're pretty good at this. We're uncomfortable. Yeah. We say we don't like change. You know, um, we certainly like to have our plans and the plan play out like we right. intend and right. everything to go smoothly. And our show notes are here, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> right? I know it's just <laughs> been one of those days. But that's just not always how it works, and um, and we are surprisingly adaptable. Mm-hmm. You know, us us human folk, um and i I brought this little poem. Of, it's so funny because it was just last night I was sitting on my porch with a girlfriend socially distance and um and we were she was talking about this poem that she had found in her children's uh, homeschooling materials. and I don't even have all the details about right. where it's from, but I'm going to share it with you That's anyway. Okay, good. Um, and it's called uh, "A Hummingbird Song." and it says, "I will look for good in changes and will not fuss or fret." I will hold my plans with open hands and not get all upset. I'll bend where it is needed by not hanging on too tight. I will finish what I need to do and stand for what is right. Mm. And it's about, you know, about flexibility yeah. here. Um, which is sort of their theme for the week, I guess, and their whole the school for the UL. year.
0: But <laughs> right? And this year.
2: That's yeah. the thing. And I, what I am learning in my own life is the things that I am white knuckling, you know, that I am just squeezing and holding mm-hmm. on to and attempting to force in line with my will never turn out right. Yeah. And the things that kind of plop in my lap, like a random phone conversation. Yeah. I used random and everything. A did you see what good I did there? Job. <laughs> Ends up being this beautiful organic yeah. connective opportunity to nurture people through the medium of podcasts. Right. You know? And I, I think that if we can hold loosely, we can find the space for the gratitude and the growth. I mean, you know, throughout this coronavirus thing and, you know, our various versions of shutdown and hemmed in and quarantined and open and out and different, you know, and distance and masks and all these different things that have, we never would have thought, you right. know, would ha- no one could have predicted. We found these little bits of grace, you know, in there. Um, I know for one, my children have become so much better at playing with each other. Mm. It's like, cause they didn't have choice.
0: Right. <laughs> that's true. Nobody
2: else there. <laughs> right. But it's, because we didn't have a choice, we forced a lot of this inward look, I think, because we don't have access to all the things we're used to having access to. We can't push and pull and make and do as we normally would without mm-hmm. considering this. You know, and it's just, it's shifted our gaze a little bit and slowed us down a little bit. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, certainly, we don't like viruses and we don't like right, people getting course. sick and all of those kinds of things. And um Man, wish that wasn't what it took for all of us to hit yeah. the brakes a little bit. But there's a gift in it, too. And it's it's not the circumstances that change that allow us to feel differently about the circumstances. It's our perspective. And that gives us so much ability to shift mm. how everything appears to be, our gratitude, our our hope. Our connectiveness, like uh, I've been listening to um, this interview about Fred Rogers recently, uh, Mr. Rogers, Mm -hmm. and he's famous for having said, especially after um, 9-11, he did this series of PSAs, and he's famous for talking about looking for the helpers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you feel that despair and chaos and you look for the helpers, the helpers were always there. The despair and chaos remains, but by shifting our gaze a little bit, we make space for hope. We make space for the gratitude. Uh, And so I think, gosh, now as much as ever, more than ever, maybe we are, we are, we have to, we are called to shift our gaze a little bit, um, not to ignore the reality of everything around us, but to make some space for the opportunity to hope and the opportunity to be grateful in the midst of what's going to be a very, very different Thanksgiving and holiday season.
0: And and where where might the gifts lie in that? Yeah, yeah. Shifting our gaze, I think that's a it's a valuable valuable lesson. It's how we look at it,
2: mm-hmm. how and, we look and how we it. hold it. You know, yeah. and the, the, the more we, you know, the more we try to force things into our molds,
0: mm-hmm. the less it works. You know, it's interesting. I everybody knows I love yoga, and I had a conversation with a friend recently. And when you were talking about you have your physical you know, weeks and mm-hmm. spiritual weeks and all that, many times in yoga, we can, when you're teaching yoga, you can see the people that are fighting resistance, mm. that they're trying so hard to touch their toes or so hard to get into a pose, and we often tell them, breathe and find space. You cannot force it. You have mm-hmm. to accept where you are and soften into it. And when they finally do that, it took me like fifteen years. But when you finally stop trying to force your body mm-hmm. to do something it's not ready to do and soften mm-hmm. and give space, all of a sudden you can do things that you thought you couldn't do. Yeah. Um, and so they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Type of conversation that, that or making, message.
2: Yeah, that making space is so mm-hmm. important, and and we've been forced to make space, right? There's been yeah, new space opened up in our life, to. you know, this year. And I think you know, it's it's like breathing, right? You have to exhale to inhale. Yeah, you have to make that space, right? Or you can't. Yeah, you can't breathe. You can't expand. Um, and uh, the same in yoga, you know, and the same in our in our minds. Right. You know, we got to yeah. empty some stuff out to make some space. And most of us spend a whole heck of a lot of time you know, and brain space on things that are completely out of our control.
0: Yeah. The majority of our time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so if we can, you know, clear out some of that stuff, I have this thing I use, it's called a God box and um, it can be an actual box. Mine's more like a journal type situation, but all that spinning thought kind of stuff that's totally out of my control, whether it's me sizing somebody else up and their problems or whether it's me worrying about how this thing's going to turn out or that project or whatever, write it down, stick it in that box, Mm. you know, and it, it doesn't Does it change anything? Well, it changes my perspective because in my head and in my heart, space opens up. And with space, there's possibility and there's potential. And so we're being offered that, I think, in this season. And we can sit and look at all the things we're not going to have, all the, you know, the travel and the big, huge families and the, you know, all the big feasts, all the things that we think it's supposed to be. Space is being opened up. What what might happen in that space? And if we can shift from that expectation to expectancy, all of a sudden it's not, well, I really wanted this
0: to happen. Instead, it's, ooh, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. What a difference. Very different. Very different.
1: Yeah. You know, I've had, uh, through this period of time, much to what you're talking about, you know, my work life's kind of disappeared in a, in a big way. And uh, so I have more time on my hand, right? So... I have begun the day much different. I used to run around and like a crazy person late <laughs> <doing> whatever, <laughs> to get to where I needed to go, where I thought I needed to go. So it, it's changed. So I have time to to think more. One of the things that I've done, in, in, speaking of what you're talking about, that's really helped me on a daily basis is, is a gratitude journal. Mm. And I don't always write it all down, but I always start each day with that. And, it, and talking about opening that space, it's amazing if you start at some... Um, I, I for me, it works in the beginning of the day, because um, and, and Tracy, you're talking about on Thanksgiving. It's a great thing to go around and mm-hmm. everybody say it, but but we do that once a year. It's once like, a year, she do that right. once a day. Absolutely, and because like, it it's amazing to me that I've now that I've gotten that habit, and I hope I can hold on to that what habit when life starts going a thousand miles an hour again. But it's amazing how just to your point, how it. How that space changes and how by thinking and being uh, thankful and expressing gratitude, Mm -hmm. either in writing or out loud, to your, just to yourself, Mm -hmm. how that can change your perspective and how it can change how you see what you're up against in in that particular moment or that day.
2: Yeah, I think that's one of the huge gifts in this is that it's created an opportunity for a thing like a gratitude journal. It's created this space and then we can hold on to these things because what we always told ourselves was that we didn't have time. And Mm -hmm. part of why we tell ourselves it doesn't have, we don't have time for this is because it doesn't have these measurable productivity minded, you know, check things off the list kind of set. Like it's Mm -hmm. especially Americans, I think we find it difficult to justify taking the time to like slow down and breathe or, or do the yoga class or do the gratitude journal or
0: meditate,
2: meditate or we tell ourselves we don't have time for that. Right. But what happens is it, it creates space. All these things create space for us. And all of a sudden, there's time we didn't know we had that's there. And we become more of of who we are. You know, we become more of, you know, one of the things I, I often tell my friends when they're feeling, you know, down or, or having a tough time or, you know, don't have time or whatever it is, um, worked up, anxious, all these things. I said, what makes more Teresa? Mm. Do the thing that makes more Teresa or do the thing that makes more, out. you know, we, and Bobby too, you're here. We're all here. <laughs> um, this goes for everybody. Um, but that, that's where you're going to create the space because you're making more of you.
0: Right.
2: And we think we don't have time. I don't have time to make more of me. Well, gee golly, I better because otherwise what's the alternative? Right. <laughs> yeah. There's just yeah. less and less of me
0: until I'm a nub. That's yeah, certainly not what I want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things we talked about on one episode, um, it it is finding space. It's finding that quiet time to just listen. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, you know, Bobby talked about his daily devotion, and Al talked about um, his daily Bible reading, and you know, whatever it is, meditation. It's just, just. Get quiet, and finding yeah. space allows you to do that, so that you can hear mm-hmm. what the universe or what God or whatever is telling you, um, as opposed to just hearing that committee in our head all the time that mm-hmm. tells us just keep going. It really is space and quietness. Yeah, and it's important.
2: And that's I think that's what Sabbath is supposed to be. Yeah, Sabbath it's rest. You know, it's it's the refilling. Um, and and you know we have um, many of us in our culture. We've we've made it another to do. We've mm-hmm. made it another scheduled out thing we got to mm-hmm. accomplish, and we're going to go and pot and and check the box. And it, hmm. mm-hmm.
0: let's slow down. Let's let's Sabbath. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I have a girlfriend who is battling cancer right now. Just found out. And she's got to undergo treatments for 13 months. And she wants to have an accountability partner. She reached out to me about just self-care. She's realized that she has taken care of everybody else except for herself. So I've been jotting down notes and things that I want to work with her on. And top of the list is spirituality, meditation, yoga. You know, I'm just kind of giving her a laundry list of things to from Mm -hmm. as she really focuses in on her Mm -hmm. because and i'm going to share i'll probably have her listen to the podcast but we want more of her yeah we want more of her Mm -hmm. so there's nothing wrong with any of us but i she particularly comes to my mind we want her to to experience that space so that we can have more of her Mm -hmm. yeah and, and it's so
2: clear work. to us yeah. you know that we have to do that for our bodies mm-hmm. we have to put something in to make our bodies grow and yeah. continue to be um we know for our minds mm-hmm. if we want to be you know engaged and intellectual and intelligent that we have to you know feed mm-hmm. information yeah. but somehow i think it tends to to slip to the wayside because mm-hmm. it is so intangible and hard to measure but that essence like how do i how do i nourish that and, and that's, that's what spirituality yes. is. It's how do I feed the thing that makes more me? And and if you're a religious person, I think that's what God wants for you. Mm. I mean, the numbers of leaders, and particularly pastoral leaders and caregivers that I talk to, that often will, will neglect that part. It's like, oh, I'm just supposed to pour out and pour out and pour out and pour out. And it's like, wait a second, you're going out telling everybody that God loves them yeah. and wants them to be cared for and, you know. What about you? Yeah. What about me? <laughs> you know, we have got to pour into ourselves in the ways that nourish us, which can look very different for different right. people. Um, but yeah, if, if I want to be, you know, the, the big, wide open, fully Katie that I want to be, I better be feeding
0: mm. that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Often it's a massage for me. There wondering. you go.
0: <laughs> You know, when we had Dr. Haynes on an episode previously, it was, um, family doctor and one of her passions is is um working with medical students and doctors because they have such a high rate of suicide Mm. so when you talk about and and doctors get into doctoring to take care of people yes and then they forget to turn that inward so i think almost every profession we could talk about it but especially those helping professions teachers Mm -hmm. doctors pastors yeah
2: yeah. Yeah. And I think even more so when we're deeply passionate and called to something. Mm-hmm. It's a very easy trap to fall into that this is good and this is what I'm supposed to do. So right. I should do it every waking moment of every day, all the time. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Right. You know, there's um there's a company, I wanna say it's 3M, that started introducing like time of the day that they called it like creativity time mm-hmm. or something. You'll have to fact check this all. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like when they were like, You have to take time it's not work time right because that's where your brain is going to start to you know get creative and come up with new solutions and innovate you know and um we we have to make
0: space yeah. if we're going to continue to become well you know you hear people all the time think say you know my best ideas come in the shower mm-hmm. well when you're in the shower you're just in the shower yeah so mm-hmm. your brain is has time to think mm-hmm. you know so that's a, a very simple analogy, but how often do you hear people say, I do my best thinking in the shower, mm-hmm. you know? And that's that's a quiet space. Yeah. Although now I have to be able to listen to podcasts. I put my phone up there. <laughs> yeah, so. right. I didn't say that. <laughs> Bob yeah. comes in going, really, can you just not have a quiet <laughs> it shower? Off for
1: it's like, 20 sorry. minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, so maybe I'll stop doing that. That mm-hmm. may be a good practice yeah.
2: or, or find whatever your quiet time yeah. is but I, I imagine that for a lot of people this Thanksgiving is going to be much quieter mm-hmm. um and I I do think that there's some gifts in that too I know in my household um we are we're having one guest one yeah. and one only um and then my little foursome my family right and that's it and then we're going to have a, a toast in the evening mm-hmm. with the larger family yeah. over over the zoom the zoom yeah. and um and that's going to be very different and there's ways that I'm going to grieve that right Absolutely. And there's some gifts in that. It's going to be calm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be gentle. And it's going to be quieter. And I ordered my turkey, so I don't even have to cook that. Uh, There (laughs) we go.
1: Expectations (laughs) aren't off, you know, so so many times we get such expectations Mm -hmm. for holidays.
0: And what's really important? You
1: will here. enjoy Thanksgiving. That's and you right. Be
0: thankful Tell me the- what you're thankful for. You gotta make the <laughs> same dishes you
1: made last year, and if you leave one out, oh my God, you burned something. Oh no! Yeah. You know, there's a lot of pressure behind all
2: that. There's a lot of pressure in the holidays. A lot of stress around that, and you know we're.
1: So we, we all have a way out right now. <laughs> exactly. I was no, just going to say, yeah. like,
2: I mean, for lack of a better word, you've got a really lovely excuse yeah. to, like, tone it all down yeah. this year, you know?
1: Right. I so, think God's working on us personally. I think this I, whole thing yeah,
0: is Yeah, disagree. Uh, just,
1: you know, can't yeah. prove it, but I sure believe it.
0: So yeah. if somebody is listening, because this will drop, it'll be Thanksgiving Day or yeah. after that they're listening to this podcast. So more than likely somewhere between now and uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, or Thanksgiving and Hanukkah, Thanksgiving and the holidays. What would, how would you sum up what you've talked about today? Because instead of ending this show with my normal grandfather saying, although his saying, if you're a new listener, that I always end the show with is, take time to stop and smell the roses, is very appropriate. It's, it's amazing for today. But I want to end the show with your voice because this mm-hmm. is going to be your time. And um, I love just the fact to be here and soak it up. And I know Al and Bobby do, too, because we all happen to be of like mind most of the time. (laughs) But um, how would you end the show today? I want to allow you to share your thoughts with us.
2: Uh, I think it's a lot about um, that shift from expectation to expectancy, what might happen in this space, in this time? And as we head towards Christmas, like, that's the whole Christmas story. Mm. We want a king, a savior, somebody to pick up our side and make us win. And you get a dirty baby in a manger, mm. you know? Um, so I think the, the whole thing is like, let's flip upside down on us um, what we think it's supposed to be. And then what happens? And the gift is in what happens. The gift is in living it. So that would be my closing thought is lean into the shift from expectation to expectancy let's unwrap the gift that is this life over the next you know month and uh, and see what we get
0: thank you mm-hmm. and we'll see you all soon happy thanksgiving everybody happy thanksgiving